A very good morning to you. And now on RTHK, it's time for Hashtag Hong Kong with Alok Jane, CEO of TransConsult and member of Council for Decarbonizing Transport in Asia. The world is at a precarious stage. Climate change is potentially going to cause havoc and unfortunately, we do not have anyone else to blame but ourselves. We, as a species, have consumed much more than our fair share of the planet's resources and in the process also released noxious material which is now affecting entire ecosystem. Whether the process is reversible or not is a topic of much debate among scientists. But there is a common consensus that we need to mend our ways. We in ourselves of the addiction to the fossil fuel and reduce our excessive greenhouse gas emissions. That possibly is the only chance to our survival. Mobility is one of the basic needs of the society and people and goods have to rely on the efficient movement to ensure the wheels of the economy and economic opportunities keep moving. The transport sector is one of the key culprits in releasing these greenhouse gas emissions. Every traffic congestion witnessed in cities around the world are sources of toxic emissions and affect public health. All around the world, cities are working hard to reduce this harmful impact through a variety of means without stunting growth engines. One of these measures is the adoption of clean vehicle technologies such as zero emission vehicles. Hong Kong is one of the densest cities in the world and in many ways a unique place when it comes to city planning and urban mobility. More than 70% of the city is under a predominant green cover and these are our country park and agricultural lands. Hong Kong also houses a Ramsar site, which is a wetland of international importance. Only 16% of urban area is devoted to roads and transport infrastructure, one of the lowest in the developed cities of the world. This obviously means that Hong Kong cannot follow a car-oriented mobility solution for the city. More than 85% of daily travel is already done on public transport, which is the highest in the world. We also pride ourselves in having the best-run trains and buses in the city. Yet, this density and our geographical location causes many air quality and emission issues. Hong Kong's Climate Action Plan 2050 a very ambitious vision aims to cut the 2005 level of carbon intensity by 50% before 2035 and achieve a full carbon neutrality by 2050. As a part of this plan, Hong Kong targets to achieve zero vehicle emission through electrification of transport fleet. Government plans to even seize the new registration of fossil fuel propelled private vehicles before 2035. Even the commercial fleet and buses are being encouraged through various incentives to convert into electric or zero emission vehicles. The electric vehicle policy in Hong Kong goes quite far back. As far back as in 1994, first registration tax was waived for electrical vehicles. This has attracted world's leading electric car manufacturers such as Tesla to come to Hong Kong as and adopt it as one of their core markets. In 2009-10, 
government announced more incentives for electric vehicle ownership such as one to one replacement subsidy and waiver of annual registration fee this has given the impetus to the adoption of evs but the take up rate is not as high as one would expect with such generous offers one reason is lack of charging facilities which makes people switching to ev a bit wary this gap has also been addressed through incentives for retrofitting the old buildings however there are still gaps in the many areas especially in the rural areas the anxiety among the car owners for a possible inability to charge is what is still holding many from switching to evs hong kong has more than 7000 buses and most of them still run on diesel these are mostly 3 xl double decker buses which are quite heavy and are operated on long duty cycles it is therefore quite challenging to replace them with electric vehicles many trials have been conducted since 2014 of several technologies such as battery electric buses hybrid buses and super capacitor buses some of them could not meet the stringent operating and engineering requirements of hong kong and were abandoned and some despite suboptimal performance could still be deployed for particular routes electric buses in modern times were first introduced in 2008 during beijing olympics and since then china has pushed for their production and adoption through many policy initiatives today almost 98% of the global electric bus fleet is in china China is by far the biggest manufacturer of electric vehicles too. This large scale adoption has also given impetus to the evolution of the technology and vehicles, both cars and buses that today are much more advanced than what they were 10 years ago. Hong Kong has finally jumped on the bandwagon and KMB, our biggest bus company, has recently got a fleet of single deck electric buses which have been put into operation already. Bus companies are also ordering regular high capacity double deck fleet and hopefully in the next few years we will see many of them plying on our streets. Latest development on clean vehicle technology front is that of hydrogen fueled vehicles. Battery electric buses have a limited range and beyond a certain point they require recharging which could be quite disruptive operationally. This also makes battery electric technology unattractive for commercial vehicles. Hydrogen, which can be filled quite like the current fuel systems through filling stations and can provide sufficient energy, even sometimes more than our fossil fuel systems, is considered the ultimate savior. In terms of emissions, hydrogen fuel only releases water. Hong Kong already has one hydrogen trial bus in town, but it could not be put on road operation due to our archaic road laws, which prohibit their operation. Hopefully, government and our lawmakers will do the necessary to create an enabling environment so we can all work towards meeting the 2050 vision and create a better world for ourselves.